morning, and thank you for joining me here today. And if you've got a Bible and it's handy and you've got time to do it, uh, open it to 2 Samuel chapter 18. And today we're going to be looking at chapters 18, uh, 19, and 20, uh, with our emphasis coming from the first eight verses of chapter 19. And so uh, chapter 18 uh, tells us of uh, this uh, terrible death, uh, that comes to Absalom. He, he certainly, in some sense, uh, receives what he deserves for his treachery against uh, his father. But yet, uh, his father, because he is his father and feels the appropriate affection, even for a son that had caused him great pain and sought uh, to bring about his demise, uh, grieves the loss of, of Absalom. Uh, uh, chapter 19, our, our, where our emphasis will come from, we find that Joab is going to rebuke David for his uh, seeming uh, uh, obsession uh, with uh, the loss of Absalom. Uh, David is going to uh, return uh, to Jerusalem to regain the throne, to reestablish uh, his uh, regime. And, and upon attaining uh, the, uh, the throne, once again, he, he will pardon his enemies, a, a great... Uh, gracious uh, act. And then uh, chapter 20 tells us again uh, uh, one uh, Benjamite uh, who in defense of uh, what Saul had lost in, in denial of the fact that because of uh, Saul's uh, rebellion uh, the, the, uh, the kingdom had been taken away from him. But again he is, is, uh, he's going to threaten uh, David uh, with this, uh, this rebellion. And I suppose in some sense it is a, a, a reminder that uh, David is sitting on the throne not because of his righteousness, but because of the graciousness and the faithfulness of God. Uh, that is, uh, both Saul and David were ultimately great sinners. Now, uh, to, to David's credit, he was a great repenter and he was a great believer. Uh, where Saul seemed to continue to spiral into unbelief and ultimate uh, apostasy. Uh, but uh, David was far from a perfect man. Uh, he was far uh, from uh, a perfect king, uh, but he was simply the, the subject and the object of God's great faithfulness and graciousness. Now here in chapter 19, as I mentioned, our emphasis, verses 1 through 8, David is obsessed with the death of his son, and in some sense rightly so. And it is the very uh, politically savvy and militarily vicious Joab uh, that comes to him and says, you need to get your game face back on. It is time to uh, quit being so self-absorbed, uh, but to be uh, attentive and appropriately so uh, to the affairs of your kingdom. So. It was told Joab, Behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people heard that day, the king is grieving for his son. And the people stole into the city that day as the people steal in who are ashamed when they flee in battle. The king covered his face and the king cried with a loud voice, O my son Absalom, O Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house of the king and said, You have today covered uh, with shame the faces of all your servants who have this day saved your life and the lives of your sons and your daughters and the lives of your wives and your concubines because you love those who hate you and hate those who love you. 
For you have made it clear today that commanders and servants are nothing to you. For today I know that if Absalom were alive and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. Now, therefore, arise, go out, and speak kindly to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night, and this will be worse for you than all the evil that has come upon you from your youth until now. And the king arose and took his seat in the gate, and the people were all told, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came uh, before the king. And so as far as political advice, uh, most likely good, good advice from, uh, from Joab. Uh, again, a wake-up call uh, to, uh, to David. Uh, but uh, again, you see a glimpse, uh, even though Absalom uh, deserved to be rejected and experienced the wrath of even his own father, uh, he is a recipient of a certain type of, of mercy, uh, a certain uh, type of, of grief by David. And, and David, I am quite sure, is fully aware that this has come to him. Uh, sure, Absalom is uh, entirely responsible for his sin and his rebellion, but uh, David also knows that God has carry, is carrying out uh, the prophecy uh, that he had been uh, told. Uh, would be in effect against uh, his house. So uh, David grieves and mourns the reality of the consequence of his own sin. Again, reminding us of the inadequacy of David as uh, the king and our thankfulness that he is not uh, our ultimate king, uh, that one who will not fail has come and he is our king and his name is Jesus. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.